Welcome back, guys. This is Misty, and I'm with... Pastor Glenda. Pastor Glenda. And this week, we're talking about, ooh, a hot topic today, aren't we, Pastor Glenda? Yes. We are talking about false teaching, basically false prophecy, false ministry. Yeah. How do you discern? How do you recognize? How do you recognize the truth, the wolf in sheep's clothing? Yes. Yes. But you said the key word. How do you recognize the truth is how is that you know the truth right for yourself. Amen. Why don't you give us your foundational scripture for today? Well, I believe this is a good one. Matthew 24, 24. I'm reading it out of the NLT version. For false messiahs, false prophets will rise up, perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. Ooh. Yeah. That's very true. Well, I have a couple of, of scriptures kind of a, goes alongside of what you just said. One is Matthew seven fifteen and 16. It says, Beware of false prophets mm-hmm. who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruit. We're going to talk about fruit today. The second one is 2 Corinthians eleven thirteen. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Light, yes. So it is no surprise if his servants disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. Mm -hmm. Amen. There's a lot of people out there right now, pastors, teachers, uh, evangelists, um, you know, they're out there teaching the word, and many of them may come from a good place, but they may lack understanding in something. So it's important that we don't condemn everybody. Right. Right? That's not our place. <laughs> I mean, I'm not above making a mistake here and you know i've said as much in past podcasts everybody is can stumble and fall short on or have a lack of understanding in a particular area but that's why we're giving guidance in the word on how to test uh, uh, a message well the word says also do not touch god's anointed or harm his prophet so if you open your mouth against somebody you better know what you're doing amen Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, I mean, you're going to test what they've said against the Word of God. And I'm telling you, you've got to be careful of what you listen to. Other people telling you that they've heard this person say this and this. No, you got to know you heard it. Sometimes, for me personally, if I think a teacher or uh, someone else may be delivering something that's not correct, it won't agree with my spirit, obviously, and we'll talk about that, but... Rather than challenge them, because I feel like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna challenge someone openly, I need to have a firm foundation on what I'm going forward on, and a word from God that says to go in that direction. Sometimes it's best just to wipe the dust off your feet mm-hmm. and go on, right? Well, truly, one should be part of a healthy Bible teaching church. Amen. Amen. Be prayerfully saturated with. The word of God every day, yes. because you know 
The truth is the Word of God. So let's talk about if I deliver a message or someone else delivers a message and you're just not sure. You know, maybe that's the first time you ever heard that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, is that right? Is that true? What's the first thing that we should do? Go to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to confirm it to you, show you in the Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the first the first test is the Word. Yeah. Yeah, that if, and that's why I have often said on here, everything that we say is found in the Word. Go to the Word, test it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do scripture test. Yeah, do the scripture test. Uh, don't just take my word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it. I don't care how popular they are. You know, I think a lot of times people, when it comes to false teaching, get the harvest confused with with the truth. Uh, you know, anybody can have a harvest, meaning anybody can have a big ministry. That's been proved over and over and over again. There are a lot of people that have been proven false that had huge ministries. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, that's true, but uh, there's been many that had huge ministries that have been proven true, too. Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying don't judge. Don't go, oh, well, they have a big ministry, so they must be right. Yeah, that's kind of like the person that has a problem with somebody that might have a lot of wealth in their life, and you don't know what they did to get to that place. Or even, you know, what God did through them or for them. Well, but you condemn them and criticize them nevertheless. Right. And and that's another message. But my point being that just because something appears successful doesn't mean that it's truth. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you doesn't matter who they are, you need to go to the Word. And ask the Holy Spirit to reveal, Mm -hmm. to open the Word to you. Another thing, you know, when you're grounded in the Word, you need to be grounded in the Word so that you have a wisdom. And you can ask God for wisdom. The Bible says we can ask God for wisdom. And once you're grounded in the Word and you have, you're operating in the wisdom of, of God, you'll recognize something immediately. Yes. Your spirit will either bear witness or it doesn't. Exactly. And then another another way that you can do it is you can ask God for, con- like you said, confirmation. The Holy Spirit will not contradict itself. No. No. So if you're hearing something, and it's the same as a prophecy, if there's somebody has prophesied over you, or if you're talking about a, fa- a false teaching, the Holy Spirit will confirm it. I cannot tell you how many times even our messages on here get confirmed. Yes. This very topic, <laughs> I'm subscribed to several Christian uh, channels on YouTube, and all of a sudden I started seeing one after the other come up on messages we just talked about. on false prophets and yeah. false teachers. Mm-hmm. This has been on our docket. For a few weeks. Yes. <laughs> this isn't something we just came up. Oh, everybody else is doing it, so let's go ahead and put out one too. That's not. That's not at all. We we plan these topics in advance, so that's another reason why sometimes if you ask a question and we don't get to it right away, it's because we're we have unless God changes our schedule, and that sometimes happens, we usually have it planned out a few weeks in advance. So. 
Do you want to add anything at this point, Mom? Before well, we... you know, there is the doctrine test. The doctrine test of John 4, 1 through 3. And I believe this dearly. If I hear anything from the Lord, and I don't know for sure that I did hear it from the Lord, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to tell me He's the Lord. He's mm-hmm. the Lord. John 4, 1, 3. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirits to see whether they're from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is Lord. You hear something? You ask that that voice that just spoke to you, that spirit, to confess to you that Jesus is Lord, you got your answer. If he confesses it, then it's from God. Amen. Like I said, and confirmation goes a long way. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to be around, to at least have one other Christian around you yes. that you trust. I can't tell you how many times Mom and I confirm messages from God. Yes. I remember one time where I asked God something. It was the middle of the night. Literally the middle. Of the, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I said, God, if this, if what I'm hearing from you is correct, I need you to confirm that with mom or someone else. Next thing I know, I called mom the next morning. I said, hey, mom, how's it going? I said, did you get any word from God recently or anything? Because I wasn't going to say anything. And she says, no, but I had the craziest dream last night. I woke up in the middle of the night with this thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, and then it was it was directly related to the word that I had asked for confirmation yes. from God. Yes. So don't be afraid to ask God for confirmation. That's how you test a message, whether it's from a teacher or a prophet. Mm-hmm. But then there's also characteristics of false teaching that you can look for. And so let's let's share some of those. Just to kind of expand on what we're saying here. So, Mom, I'm going to give you the first one, which is the fruit. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about the fruit? The fruit test is Matthew 7, 15. You said through 16, but I believe, like I said, you should took it to tw- verse 20. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruit. Every healthy tree bears good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, the word says, you will know them by their fruit. The fruit of a a healthy tree is good fruit. It lasts. Yeah. You can't plant an apple seed and and harvest strawberries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? So, we're talking about someone who's teaching the word there should be a fruit in their life yes the evidence that they walk with god right they should be they should not be living a lifestyle that is inconsistent with what they teach if i sit here and i teach like last week i taught on the the uh, wrongness of pornography if i were to go home that night and engage in watching that kind of trash that would be (laughs) <laughs> that would first of all I'd be a hypocrite. Right. Counterfeit. But I would <laughs> I would be highly accountable yes. to the Lord for coming out here and saying you don't do it 
and then me going right, and doing it. Right. So if you know someone who's delivering a word, and what's going on in their life is not reflecting the life that God would have them lead, then that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something we can agree on. Um, like I said, don't confuse harvest with fruit. Just because something is big and successful, that's not fruit. Yes. Okay? Any, Like I said, anyone can reap a harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the Antichrist would will be popular for a time. Okay? Right. <laughs> and as far as the scripture goes, you took exactly my scripture because I did go to 20 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else to add about fruit? Fruit. No, that's pretty well covering it. I mean, you just have to watch the person. You have to watch their behavior. Watch what they do. You can tell a whole lot about watching the person in about five minutes and by listening to what comes out of their mouth. Right. All right, the next thing I like to call is the false shepherd. Um, if you look in John ten twelve, Jesus is talking about the shepherd. He is our good shepherd. Yes. But he makes a reference to... The hired hand. And it says the hired hand is not the shepherd. He does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. So if you've got someone you're listening to who is known to cut and run... You know, there might I, I might apply a little discernment <laughs> before listening to their message. We're talking about pastors who are basically uh, and teachers who are in it for the money. They want notoriety. They want status. They want to be acknowledged by men. They're interested in personal gain. Okay, and we know some of those because mm-hmm. they've been they've been brought down. The Lord has brought them down. They well, will. If they haven't been. They will be. Oh, they will be. Yeah. <laughs> They abandon the sheep when trouble comes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it so much goes on now, but back in the day, you would often hear some of these people putting the the power of God behind a paywall. And what I mean by that is if you pay so much, if you give so much, you can get a prophecy over yourself or you can get healing, uh, little deliverance. Gospel's free. Yeah, the gospel is free. Ministry is, is, for them, ministry is a career and not a calling. You know, that immediately reminds me of Jesus turning over the tables in the temple. Anybody that is more concerned, not, not, let's clarify before we move on with this. We're not talking about tithing, okay? The word says that we should tithe. And there's nothing wrong with the ministry saying, hey, you know, is taking up an offering, okay? But we're talking about people who are more concerned with what money they can get than delivering the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, a- I think that's falling under the gospel test. Galatians 1, 8 through 9, Paul says this, Even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. Mm-hmm. There is but one gospel. I call that they twist the gospel. Yeah. We know what the... And it's free. We know what the fundamentals of faith are. They're in the Bible. And if somebody comes and starts twisting those basic fundamentals, 
Jesus is Lord. He died for our sins. Uh, through his blood, we have salvation, grace, God, through the grace of God. All those, the Trinity, things like that, those are foundations. Yes. Are in the Bible, that are biblically founded. If someone comes along and, mm. and isn't teaching that, then that's a problem. Yes. That's a red flag. And then you've also got people who are very fond of attacking other people that don't agree with them. You know, I get attacked sometimes for some of the things that we teach. Because we are bold <laughs> on here. We are bold. Uh, there is no topic that I will not talk about. Matter of fact, there are some that I've got on the uh, back of my mind that are coming soon. That are co- very controversial topics. But if I feel like the Lord wants it told, it's going to get told. Uh, if somebody wants to be confrontational, they can. But here's the thing. A lot of times these teachers, they believe that they have the, they are the true authority. Have you ever run into anybody like that? It's like they, they cannot possibly be wrong. You always have to be willing to change. Mm-hmm. They are applying a, lot, a mind of logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. And then they, they want to be seen as the one who has all the answers. You know, they, they, it's, it's a more of a power play or control, you know, obsession with authority. You tell me something you want me to believe, you better be able to show me in the Word. Amen? Those are just a few of the types of people. And there's more. Yes. But but, but at the end of the day, here here it is in a nutshell, guys. Test it. Yes, test it. Test it. The Word says test it. And you know, there's something that really troubles me. You hear a lot of these preachers all the time talking about, you know, Jesus was very compassionate. He was very this and that, you know, so tender-hearted, this and that. And he was to a certain extent, but he was also very direct. When he said something, he meant it. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. I mean, when he healed people, he would say, go and sin no more. Yeah, yeah. Lest something worse come on you. <laughs> you know, it's like Jesus did not tolerate he was not just a, he was not wishy-washy. No, he was merciful. He was merciful, always but, merciful, always merciful. But he did not uh, <laughs> no punches with nobody. No, I mean even people that you have to realize back in those days, you could be excommunicated from the temple from the from the faith for disagreeing, mm-hmm. for doing things that were against the law. Jesus did not give one flip <laughs> about their version of the law no. and pretty much told them so. Yep. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the, the Sanhedrin at the time. He tore their belief slap upside down. <laughs> and that's why they killed him. Yep. Because they knew they were that he was so popular and their word wasn't was being challenged. Yes, so they had to get rid of him. But Jesus was bold, and yes, we are told to be bold. Yes. A lot of, and I tell you, I may be going off a little bit on this, but I don't know about you. I am so tired of churches that are not bold. Mm-hmm. We don't have to accept the stuff that goes on in the world to be, and we, are, we should not be concerned 
with being accepted by the world. No. We are in this world. We are not of this world. And yes, we may say things that people don't want to hear. But if you're not going to stand up for the word of God, then sit down. Yes. Yes, that's just the way it is. You have no business behind a pulpit talking and teaching to anybody if you're not going to stand up for the word of God. And I believe that message is for somebody out there right now. If you're dancing around subjects that you know God wants you to put out there to people because you don't want to offend offend somebody or somebody fear of losing your uh the wealth that's coming into your church or that's not what church is about the church is about Jesus Christ right he provides just like I always say to you guys on here if you want to give to this ministry if you want to give to the father's house church you can but it has nothing to do with me continuing to deliver them this message to do the work of God. If you give, you don't give. I don't care. I'll still be on here. You know, it's nothing. That's that's between you and God. Amen. Amen. Let's truthfully, Misty, our hearts are here because we want to help people that are out there that may or may not know the Lord, but just need a little help. And maybe those that don't know him that need a lot of help. Amen. 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 Basically, we just need to apply a little bit of discernment. Yes. If something isn't agreeing with our spirit, then there's probably a good reason why. Either we're not grounded enough in the word to know. Yes. Or it's we are in that area and it's just not agreeing. Mm-hmm. So if you are questioning something, don't just accept it. You do your work. Do yes. your due diligence. Homework. Get on in the Word. Crack open your Bible. Study to show thyself approved Amen. unto God. Amen, Amen, sister. Amen. All right. Well, we just love you guys, and we appreciate the fact that you're here, that you're listening all the way to the end. Hallelujah. Yes. We just love you. And uh, we just hope that you'll, you've taken something away from this that you can apply to not just, I mean, apply it to us. Mm-hmm. Apply it to what you hear on this very pro- podcast. Yes. I mean, by all means, we are no exception to to any rule. Yes. All right. If you want to be able to contact us, if you have any questions or you need a prayer, uh, you need prayer, please get on the Father's House website because, like I said, we are affiliated with the Father's House Church. It's www.thefathershouseboc.com. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can respond in the comments. We would love to hear any questions that you have, things you would like to see us talk about. And I'd also like you to let me know, if you're listening to this right now, if you can do me a favor and go on YouTube if you're not, if you're not already there, because we're on multiple platforms. And re- respond if you would like to see us do a a live stream so we can answer questions that you may have directly or if you'd like to see us on video because that's something that we're tossing around yes okay well jesus loves you and we love you and we just pray for the spirit of uh, the holy spirit to move through your life this week and just remember that god says he'll never leave us or forsake us he is always with us 
He is our dearest friend. They're the best father that you could possibly ever ask for. So don't forget throughout your day to just talk to him. Yes. Because he loves us. Yes, he does. All right. Thank you very much. Take care. God bless you. Yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye.